You're listening to The Rick Z Show. I'm your host, Rick Z. And on today's episode, we have a wonderful singer and a songwriter, Julie Parisi Kirby. Julie, welcome to The Rick Z Show. Thanks so much for having me, Rick. Absolutely. It's great to have you here. And you're not alone. In tow with you today is your husband, musical partner as well, T.G. Vanini. Welcome, T.G. Hello there. Glad to be back. Yes. And speaking of that, I believe, Rusty, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe TG is the very first guest we've had that has been on more than one time. Well, I'm honored. Yes. Yep. Yeah, first time. That's, yeah. that's never happened before. <laughs> well, it's great to have you back, TG. Julie, you have an album out, In Her Dream. It's a great album. It sounds really good. It's produced well. When was this album put out originally? 2016. So it's four years old. Mm -hmm. You did this where? In Woodstock? We um, did it with Julie last in actually Bearsville at Coldbrook Productions. This is a solo album. You're also in a group. I guess for lack of a better word, it's really a a duo, Princess of Serendip. Yes, I am. Um, For 23 years. Oh my gosh, you guys have been doing this a long time. We've been doing this a long time. We have. When we first started, there were four of us, and then for many years there were three, and now for many more years, it's been just the two of us. Well, it sounds to my ears, the two of you is really all you need. I mean, TG plays beautiful piano and violin, and do you play an instrument? I don't. I sing. Just a singer, huh? Not just a singer, I'll say. You have a wonderful voice. What is the difference between a solo album and Princess of Serendip? That's a good question. (laughs) Um, I think the main difference is that this album has uh, songs that I wrote. And when we do the Princess of Serendip, the Princess of Serendip is Vanini Land. Um, Mm. So it's all songs that, that TG wrote. Although I stole a bunch of his for this because as an environmentally minded person, I don't want to waste any plastic. As po- so we filled it. I filled it as much as possible. Um, so I stole a bunch from him. Wow, that's great. <laughs> and, and I'll also mention that TG has a wonderful uh, children's album that you're on. And I promoted that right here on the show. And I'd like to continue to do that, I'm going to mention the name, Yumpa Diddly Bee. That's right, Yumpa Diddly Bee by the Princes of Serendip. That, that's a great album. I love that album. Well, thank you. But today is really about In Her Dream, amongst other topics. In fact, I'd like our listeners to hear a bit of this, hear what you sound like, hear this wonderful voice. Let's pick hmm, so many good choices on this album. How about the Firefly song? smell of tall grass a gentle breeze caresses my skin silvery moonlight glows over the earth in this place of All around the field Sparkling 
Julie, you have a beautiful voice. I'm sure I'm not the first to tell you that. You, to my ear, sound like a trained singer. Do you have any formal training? I do. Um, I studied privately with a teacher when I was a teenager, and then on and off throughout my life, I've gone back and worked with teachers to um, either improve my my voice, or not so much my voice, but my confidence, really, more than anything. And um, and then also, at one point, I, I actually had a problem with my vocal cords, so I studied with a teacher after that to help get over that. I mean, to my ear, your voice is so clear and your diction is so good. I, I thought she's got to be a trained singer because the attention to detail in your voice, not to mention your pitch and your breath control, the, the power that you put out with your voice, I mean, it's it's very trained. Uh, you, you can hear that. But not just that. Your voice has got a very warm quality about it, but it also has this other interesting quality. It's got this elasticity. It sounds to me like you could sing classical music or jazz, as you do sing many styles of music. Where does this eclecticism come from? I think um, partly because I like all different kinds of music. You know, as a kid, I was in, or not as a kid, as a teenager, I was in choir. But, um, so that's probably where the diction comes from because they really drill that, choir teachers really drill that into you. Yeah. But I also, you know, when I, when I took lessons, I was doing show tunes and light opera. When I, um, I've always loved Renaissance m- music, so I've sung with a Renaissance group. I like all kinds of music. I like pop. I like some, I've liked some country, like all different kinds. And one of the ways that I learned how to sing, aside from being taught by a teacher, was by singing along with singers that I really liked. So I'd pick an album of someone that I love, and I'd I'd learn the songs until I could sing them as close to what was happening as possible. So I learned a lot of different styles that way. Give me an example of somebody that you listen to and learn from and, and like. Um, Joni Mitchell. Mm, one of my favorites. Um, Tracy Chapman. Completely, you know, very different. Tracy Chapman is how I learned how to use the low part of my voice. Because oh. in um, in lessons I and in choir when I was young, I was a first soprano. So I was always up in my head voice. And I no one taught me how to use my full my full voice. I learned that myself by um, trying to sing the way people I admired sang, and so I learned how to do that. That's amazing. I, I love both of those artists, two great artists, two completely different ends of the spectrum. Let's talk about Cold Brook Productions for a second. This woman, Julie Last, she co-produced this album. Does she have anything to do with the studio, or do you bring her in as co-producer? No, it's her studio. She was one of the very first women recording engineers in the country. Wow. Um, And she actually worked with Joni Mitchell many, many years ago, among others. And now she, for a long time now, she's had a little studio in Bearsville, and she's a wonderful producer. She has an amazing ear. She has a lot of great musical ideas, and she's just a ple- she's a friend. I met her. We sang in the same group. We both sang in a group called Prana, which is how I got to be friends with her. And it's just really a joy to work with her. Wow. So it says co-produced by Julie Last. Presumably, there's another co-producer. Is that you? Uh, me and TG. <laughs> All three of you produced it together then. So what does that mean exactly? What 
you know, she's producing it, you're producing well, it, TG puts his two cents in. Why do you need all of you guys? Oh, she, well, she was recording it, and um, but um, it was very nice collaboration because um, she came up with suggestions, and when she comes up with suggestions to me, she's one of the few people that I can actually take suggestions from about my own music so that's how much I respect her and uh, and we worked very well, well together that way. Is that difficult for you TG taking direction from others in regards to your own music? What me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose so. Now careful your wife's sitting right next to you she'll, she'll correct you if you're wrong. So. <laughs> No, he's well, quite, apart he's from Julie, and no one else, but I take the direction from Julie. Not <laughs> musically. <laughs> right. Actually, not about anything else either. <laughs> 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 no, when it comes to... <laughs> That's a whole nother show. <laughs> That's a whole yeah. nother show. <laughs> we'll, we'll, tape, we'll tape that one next week. <laughs> hey, before we go any further, I want to hear another song. I'd like to hear something else. I'd like our listeners to hear something else, too. So let's play something else. W- what do you suggest? Um, how about One World? One World. Yeah. Okay, here it is. Julie Parisi Kirby with One World off her album, In Her Dream. I see the lights of your city Shining over the sea Against the backdrop of the desert hills It looks beautiful to me Though I know that I cannot enter Ask the guards of the military In this troubled Thank you. 
to the many styles that you sing for a second, Julie. You do a little Celtic music as well and early Renaissance, some things that you alluded to earlier. Where do those kind of influences come from? I, I mean, are you Scottish or is oh. it just the sound you like? <laughs> uh, I'm part Irish oh. and I just really like that music. I like folk music. I can't, can't remember where I first heard Irish music, except maybe from my mother singing Tura Lura Lura when I was a babe, when I was really little, <laughs> you know, but um, there was always music going on in our home growing up, so. You know, TG may have been a little bit of an influence. I'm wondering about that. When he was here last, he played kind of a Celtic style violin piece. What kind of an influence has TG had on your music? Oh, he's a huge influence. Um, Partly, um, I don't play an instrument, so when I write a song, it's I sing it. It comes, you know, the words and the melody come to me, and then I usually go to him and say, you know, help me find something to do with this. And so we kind of um, arrange them together. Some of them he's written the whole arrangements for the string ones, um, like the one I wrote about my grandmother. So he's a huge influence, and he's played Celtic music for a lot of his life. So I think from him I've gotten more into that than I might have been before. What's it like writing together? I presume you guys actually write songs together on occasion, like you may have done on this album. I know there's a few songs credited to both of you. What no, is no, no, no. no. No, we don't write together. Um, the only thing on this album, again, on um, If You Were Here and Nonna, TG wrote the string arrangements to go underneath them because I, again, I write a cappella, so I needed, and that wasn't a, neither one of them worked with piano or guitar. So you wrote all the songs on this album except for the traditionals and that one by another songwriter. There's, there's one other one. Nope. Uh, I wrote, let's see, nine. nine of them, and then there's two folk songs, one by Karen Beth, One World, that we just played, is by um, a wonderful singer-songwriter, Karen Beth, and then the rest are TG. So you wrote some of the stuff on this album as well, TG, just on your own, not together. You guys didn't write That's it together. That's right. Um, we, we don't um, write together, but uh, we do a lot of things together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and, as married um, couples do she, it was her choice, she chose the songs on the album and for some reason she chose a bunch of mine and I was very happy about that what were you going to say Julie? I was going to say usually what happens when TG writes a song sometimes it's a song he is going to sing and I'm going to do harmony on and so he'll sing it for me and I might come up with my harmony part or sometimes it's a song he wants me to sing and then I the lead on and then I learn it. But yeah, but so in terms of the actual writing of the song, he writes it all himself. How we end up performing it is a little bit more collaborative in that and way. And arranging. And yes. arranging is a little more collaborative. Speaking of the arrangements, when you sing harmonies to a lot of the songs on TG's written music, I mean, it's the group is both of you anyway, but... It sounds to to me that it's very natural. I mean, it just comes across so naturally. Is it that natural? Do you just start singing and you have a part, or does it take a while to develop that? Depends on the song. Mm -hmm. Some songs they it comes really easily. Other songs not so much. Sometimes he has a part in mind already, 
and then he just teaches it to me more often. In more recent times, more often I, I get it myself. When I first started singing with him years ago, the music was a, a little more complicated than, than some of the later stuff, and he would say to me, can you do this? <laughs> can you do this? Hmm. And it was always very challenging because it would be, he'd have me all over the place in my voice. And it was. And she always could. <laughs> and I always could. <laughs> which was fun. So why is it that you guys don't write together? I don't know. Um, we just have never tried. It's I've, not... I'm personally, I've never written together, and um, uh, it, whatever inward place it comes from, mm-hmm. um, I don't even like to talk about it, even to myself. Huh. So uh, I right. just like to let it come. So I think I, 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 I feel the same yeah. way. You know, mine... I'm not as prolific as he is, but they come from somewhere in me. I don't know that I could... um, I think collaboration would be kind of hard. Mm -hmm. Um, At least in the, again, in the beginning of getting out the words and the and the melody, and then arranging is different. That That's definitely more collaborative. Songwriting is a really personal thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I know from myself, I, I have trouble, I can't sit down with a guitar in my hand and write in front of another person. You know, it's, it's like you're naked when you write in a way, and it is a very personal thing. I've tried to collaborate. Uh, there's at least one guy that I can collaborate with, but other than that, nine times out of 10, I have to write on my own. I think it depends on your personality. Some people are more social in that way. Mm-hmm. And, but, for instance, when I play the fiddle, I'm very social and I love doing it with people and I love singing with people. I'm going to say this and you guys respond. Chicken night. Oh. <laughs> is, this is some kind of Woodstock tradition or something. It's basically a bunch of... Was that our friend John you met? John Conghill, yes. that's right. Yeah. I had no idea that, that you knew John. John and I were in a band together for 12 oh. years. Oh, wow. And uh, I know his, his girlfriend Astrid, and I know that they've had chicken night over at their house a few times. This is just a social gathering of like-minded musicians from the area that get together and have kind of like a potluck dinner and uh, jam together, right? Yes, it, it's, it has a great community feeling, and uh, uh, John and Astrid seems to, to seem to be so welcoming that they've developed this nice community, yes. And you play fiddle at, at those things? Sometimes, I just show up occasionally. I'm not one of the, the uh, stalwarts, and... Uh, um, Julie doesn't I haven't. To go. I haven't actually gone yet. Oh, you haven't gone to chicken night? No, I haven't gone to chicken night. Oh, well, the food is delightful. Uh, <laughs> 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 I was only there one time. Uh, I, it was fun. It looked like a lot of fun. I never formally participated in chicken night, but I was invited, so I, I did go to one of them. And it seemed like a cool idea. A lot of people that go are people that you have worked with, Julie, over the years, mm-hmm. Jude Roberts springs to mind. Yes. Now, I don't know Jude. People that talk about him speak very highly of his singing and his songwriting. What are your thoughts on his music? Oh, he, Jude is a, is a you should have him on your show. I'd Jude, love to. Jude is a wonderful singer-songwriter. We met him at the Celtic Sessions that used to be at New World Home Cooking and now are at the R&R Tap, tap room, right? Is that what it's called? R&R Tap Room. In Woodstock. In Woodstock. He's a wonderful singer-songwriter. Um, he has a gorgeous voice. I'm on one of his... Al- he has a live album. I'm on a few tracks on that. 
I sing back up with him. I har- sing harmony and back up with him. And sometimes he sings with the princes of Serendip. Mm. Um, he's an honorary prince. And he's on my CD, and he's on a couple of our CDs doing background vocals. But he's got his own career, and he writes his own songs and plays out and all that stuff. I'd love to get him on the show. I've heard a lot about this guy. Oh, he's wonderful. You'll love him. Another name that uh, springs to mind is Amy Fraden. You've worked with her as well, right? Yes. Amy invited me to start to sing with her a couple of years ago for a specific purpose. We She came up with the idea to raise funds for Democratic candidates, mostly local, some on the, the national level, but to do it in a way that's community building. So it's she calls them parties with a purpose. Hmm. And she put out to her email list to anyone who wanted to host a house party and committed to raise a minimum of $300, we would come and do a concert for them. And it turned out to be, the response was amazing. In 2018 from June to the end of October, we had one a week, and we ended up raising over $20,000 for various Democratic candidates. We're just gearing up for this coming election cycle to start doing them again. It, that's a wonderful thing. Amy writes beautiful music, and she also sings a lot of old folk like Woody Guthrie Pete Seeger. I noticed that about Amy. I've never worked with her before, but I've played on bills with her many times over the years, particularly way back when in the 90s when she was with a group, a duo, Amy and Leslie. I think mm-hmm. Leslie Ritter, maybe? Is yes. That's her name? And yep. Amy Fraden. And now I, I see their names both out there from time to time, just solo. And uh, yeah, she's probably somebody else I'd like to get on yes. the show. She'd be amazing. Yeah, she's got a great voice. What about the live scene in Woodstock and surrounding area? Do you guys play live as Princess of Serendip? Um, we do sometimes. Um, we've got a... It's certainly not been our emphasis lately. And, no. And I uh, can't say that we're experts on Woodstock's night scene either, really. <laughs> no. <laughs> what about Colony Cafe? You ever play there? We have, yes. Be- not yes. In, not in the current incarnation, though. Um, not since they reopened. Right. But we played there quite often. Not often, often, but often enough when in the previous incarnation. Well, with this, the great songs that you guys write and your talent, TG, and your voice, Julie, I, you'd be knocking them dead. You guys should be out there playing. <laughs> I, I know this area is not the greatest area for original music, unfortunately. I mean, a lot of great original writers and stuff, but in terms of venues, there's there's not a lot anymore, if there ever was, to do that in. But the ones that do exist in Woodstock and around the area, I, I just think you guys would go over great. So get out there and start playing. Uh, pr- <laughs> yes, promote <sir>. Promote <laughs> this great material. And I can't believe we're winding down already on this show. Uh, we got to play something else before we have to get out of here. Let's play one more song off of your album, Julie. What would you like to play? I guess we'll play In Her Dream. Oh, the title track to the album. Very good. In Her Dream, Julie Parisi Kirby, here on The Rixie Show. And she sings to the world for her love 
above the earth and family and she cries for the pain and the fear but she sings of the joy and the beauty oh if only they would listen if only late at night by her window she hears her symphony she wakes to a morning serenade and she longs to be a voice for the songs that she hears connecting her and she cries for In her dream, as she sings, they all are listening. Her mother and her father and the world. And the eagles and the bears, yes, all of life is there. Come to sing, they've come to sing, they've all come to sing. Great talking to you today, Julie, about your music and TG. It's great to see you as always. If you guys have anything to promote, come back on the show. I'd love to do it because I love promoting music that I think is quality. There's not enough emphasis on original music in this area, and I, I enjoy shining a spotlight on stuff that I admire, which is certainly the work that you guys have done together and separately. So thanks so much for being here. Oh, well, thank you so much for having us. Pleasure to be here. Where can people who listen to the show and want to hear more of your music go to hear it, Julie? JulieParisiKirby.com or ThePrincesOfSerendip.info. Not the. Oh, right. PrincesOfSerendip.info. Sorry. Hey, it's your band. <laughs> Call it whatever yeah, you, you want. You'd think I'd know the. Are these the things you guys argue about at home? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the website. It's the website. The website is princesofserendip.info. All right, you you oh, yeah, heard no, it. The band is the princess of Serendip, <laughs> but the website is. Correct. All right, I'm confused. Yeah, that's clear. I'm very confused. 
Okay, I think it's clear. You might have to listen to the show twice. Right, have and, fun editing this. Right, exactly. Rusty, get get ready. This is gonna be this is gonna be something. Uh, so, you, so you heard it, uh, everybody listening out there. You know where to go. We'll just go there. Maybe even pick up a copy of the album. You could do much worse. It's very good. Thanks again, guys. Thank you so much. You're listening to The Rick Z Show. I'm your host, Rick Z, produced and engineered every week by Rusty Johnson. Click subscribe. You can never have too many followers. Come back next week and see who's sitting here next to me. No doubt another talented Hudson Valley musician. And we'll see you then.